Hey, this is Russell, and I'm pretty sure I have one of the greatest jobs in the world. I work at the video store, the one that's just down the road from you that you can go to once a week whenever it is movie night. Why I love this job is because when the store is quiet, I get to watch movies and series and talk about them with my friends that work here. Occasionally, interesting people pop in to rent something, and that is what happened today. Nina Hasty is a comic, an actor, a director, a writer, a creative powerhouse, and it was lovely to have this fat chat with her. We mostly talk about Korean drama, which was super interesting to me. And uh, we'll get right into it in, in a moment. But just one quick um, warning, so to speak, is that when we start talking about the TV show Wednesday, there is a little bit of a spoiler. So when we start talking about that, please feel free to um, skip a few seconds ahead if you don't want any spoilers on that show. All right, let's get into it. This is Nina Hasty popping in to rent something. Did you see that thing yesterday on the TV? I was thinking about this last night. I was like, if Netflix were mm -hmm. to release uh, how much you watched this oh, year. Oh, like a Spotify. Like a Spotify wrapped. <laughs> a Netflix couch potato award. How, yeah, many hours yeah. of, how, mu how many hours of watching do you think that you would you I'm would afraid. Hit? I'm afraid to find out. I always find it disarming when, when Apple tells you how much your screen time is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you realize you're looking at your phone upwards of four to six hours a day. Cute. Um, yeah, no, uh, just like 18. It's literally on from the second I wake up. 18 hours. Well, I think it because it counts the other apps that are open, like my Spotify and things like that. Okay, maybe. Because I'm like, how is it possible that I'm on this phone 24-7? But I think it's because yeah. this phone is playing music. Or yeah, whatever, no, that whatever, makes more sense. You know? Um, yeah, uh, that would be yeah, quite a thing. What are, you, what are you enjoying the most? Korean drama. Oh. I watch basically so a friend of mine came to my house and like my algorithm is like just Korean shows basically yeah, yeah. like so last night I discovered something I messaged the girls I was like oh my gosh guys I've, yeah. I've discovered basically you know if they take something out of your brain and then they make like the, the perfect thing for you, all your proclivities so like one yeah. of my favorite things in life is revenge like in okay. life I, I love revenge it's, it's a very underrated a like, thing? Yeah, 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 I love I love revenge. It's just like in my DNA, you yeah. know. Um, not like as in watching revenge shows. I enjoy plotting revenge. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, like uh, for myself, on behalf of other people, like sure. like genuine, actual, like not revenge. just not justice. Um, yes and no. <laughs> yes, no. Good old fashioned revenge, like okay. right. uh, vendetta, vendetta. You know what I mean? Like okay. um, revenge. Um, so, so first of all, this is a justice type thing, right? So, so that's my favorite thing. Then I love cars. Okay. So I, I have like this souped up little car. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I drive a, a Fiat Bath, the Competizione, the 1.4 turbo. It's the last number one. It's the baby okay. Ferrari, okay. which is like a front wheel drive ball of fun. Like I, f I forget how many ki okay. kilowatts of torque, but anyway, I'm not getting sure. this. Um, all right. So then. So cars, fighting, okay. uh, like as in action. Uh, I don't like a gratuitous fighting, but I do love a good 
good fights. Uh, just a quick, quick one. It doesn't have to be intense. I just want to see your fighting skills. Sure. So Korea um, like invented taekwondo. Okay. Karate or karate is Japanese. Ja- yeah. Um, and kung fu is Chinese. So ta- taekwondo, my, pe- my mom wouldn't let me do taekwondo because it was full contact. Yeah. And they were worried that I was going to get fucked up. But actually... They should have let me do taekwondo because I landed up breaking my nose four times anyway. You know, so I would have liked to have, they were just better. And also taekwondo was an Olympic sport. I could have been an Olympian as opposed to just South African champion. What did you end up doing? Karate. Okay. Yeah. So when I watch stuff, I'm like, oh, that's a good fight scene. Oh, that's a nice. Okay. So you can appreciate that action a lot more than. Yes. Than the average person. Exactly. And every, I think like most people have done like a week of a martial art. Yeah. 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 Like perhaps more boys have done more like at least a week of karate. And every girl's done like a week Week of of ballet. ballet. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And then for some it's thick. Yeah. yeah, And sometimes it's the other way around. So it's great that you did. Okay. So you did quite a lot of karate no i did i did, I did. Like, I went, I, like i've got a first and black belts so i was like i had no idea yeah yeah i like trained twice a day six days a week ask matt i was obsessed with karate yeah okay like cool. yeah sa champ vibes vibes to okay world champs vibes yeah vibes You're vibes so yeah vibes vibes um okay. anyway so 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 when i watch the stuff i like a good fight scene so there's a couple of things that i so like so what did you just discover it's called taxi driver right and okay. it is a Revenge service. Okay. Oh, wow. It's a revenge okay. service. So, literally, a show it's a, it's a, a, dedicated it's a, to a, your. A revenge service that uh, the front of the revenge service is a taxi company. Obviously, okay. the cars are all souped up. And then the guy, like, and their team. Oh, and then they've got the team. You know, like, they always have the team. Yeah. Um, did you ever watch Hustle? It was a British show. Uh, mid 90s or late 90s early 2000 early 2000s okay, um no. and it's about these con artists um who basically they that was one of the first shows that broke the fourth wall what okay. they would do is they would like plant things and then like have a mark and then they'd go for the mark and then like con this person okay. but then so they would they would introduce the episode in the sort of like mid con and then towards the end do the reveal of how the team set it up before and how it sort of plays out right? yeah lovely like those those kinds of things i like it when yeah it's the same with like all kind of movies about magicians or the art of magic absolutely they use that medium in the storytelling so most con and heist films yes which is my favorite um, film genre i love a heist yeah yeah so they'll always leave a certain amount of secret on purpose and so exactly the, the form speak yeah so that the same theme. sort of theme in the okay so if we go back to like my okay i'm just gonna we're gonna pin this right okay my other favorite genre is a whodunit sure um and i'll tell you i love i love agatha christie obviously sure. i love poirot there was a really nice one it's actually on the last few ones are have been good the yeah, yeah. Kenneth Branagh ones yes yes exactly yeah um and then there was one now that was very meta that was on it's got like Adrian Brody yeah it's called it's called see how they run see how they run yes it's on uh, uh, Amazon oh it's on Disney. Disney yes it's on Disney I really enjoyed that so it that was, was nice and it was literally it was linked to Agatha Christie yes so it was it was meta it was kind of like yeah. set on the stage of an Agatha Christie 
uh, production yeah, play. Yeah, mou- mousetrap. Yeah. yeah, yeah, mousetrap, exactly. Beautiful. So I love a whodunit because I love the formulaic. So when I need to fall asleep, I'll watch a whodunit. Yeah. Um, I love the formula. It's basically Scooby-Doo for grown-ups. It's just like, yeah. you know, and I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you pesky kids. Yeah. Um, so that's the, that's the thing. So now I, love, I love how in Scooby-Doo there was never actually a crime. They just they just scared people. <laughs> like imagine if Scooby Doo actually had so like funny. Imagine if Scooby Doo like there was actually like a dead person. Oh my god! Like I never they, realized that they never actually committed any crime, and they would be sort of oh, taken away by the so police. So good. Yeah. This guy was scaring people, and that's cool. And that was illegal. <laughs> funny, yeah, but yeah? I think when you're a kid, that's like. That's a crime. To some degree, totally, yeah. yeah. Um, that's so good. That's interesting, hey? But so, yeah, the um, see how they run is great. You might, you might like all the Knives Out films. I love Knives Out, So yes. there's a, You know there's the new one coming out? No. So at the end of this year is a film called Glass Onion, which, is, which has now called itself Glass Onion, part of like a, the kni- knives, a, knives, a knives Out story. Oh, okay, okay. So it's the yes, same yes, guy, yes. Ryan Johnson, and it'll just be Daniel Craig. Okay. Who's the, who he's trying to kind of build as the new Poirot, like a new uh, gotcha, detective. Gotcha. So it's a whole new ensemble cast. It's like the Jeffrey Archer or whatever, um, you know, those like, Yeah, you have you a know, character and then you can kind of keep putting keep them on, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They love stories. doing that, like the my mom and my grand's generation of like yeah. the, Okay, so you so you like those. Okay, so I like a formula, right? So they, and they'll use a formula like in the NCIS and the CSI, whatever, whatever, yeah. where there's like the tech chick and the team, yeah, yeah. you know, like there's always the team, yeah. right? So this combines the concept of the team with the 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 structure of the magic, right? Okay. So now um, what are we talking about? Okay, now? we're going back to Taxi Driver. Okay, now I'm gonna do the, the we're going back to Taxi Driver. Which is a TV show on Netflix. A Korean TV Korean show. TV show. Yeah. On Netflix released last year, twenty twenty one. Buried deep within all the content of, that most people's algorithms might not show. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, but, which is great. Yes, this is the whole point. Exactly. Because, um my girlfriend Leslie appreciates and likes sort of those reality TV show dating shows. Oh. And I so hate she that she is is Messing with my algorithms. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which you guys is fine. need separate accounts. Yeah, most likely. Um, there's a okay, and then I'm gonna give you the list. So maybe just use this up front, Russell. Please use this clip up front. I will give you a list of all the best Korean TV shows to watch. Okay, but cool. you have to listen to this whole interview first. Cool. Okay. All right. Um, you have to listen to this whole conversation first, and then I will give you a list of the best Korean dramas that I have discovered in the last six months. Lovely. Okay. Um, okay, taxi driver. So, um, so also other things that are to tie into the beginning of our conversation is mental health, right? Sure. So, the 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 series starts with um, this woman like trying to commit suicide. She's standing at the Han River Bridge, which I've been on, Lovely. and um, and recently you were in, yes, I was you in, in South in Korea. Seoul. I was in Seoul now, like two three weeks ago, two weeks ago. Magic. Yeah, okay. um, mad. Also, because film took me there. Long story, but um, so this woman's like trying to jump jump over the bridge, and her f- she's holding onto the bridge, and she's saying like, "I don't want to die. I don't want to die." She wants to die, but she also doesn't. You know, okay. like because that's the that's the that's the paradox of suicide. Like, I want the pain to end, but I don't yep. actually want to die. Um, so 
her slipper falls off and her foot like reveals a little sign at the bottom on the on the ledge and it says don't do this help, we'll help you we'll mm. exact revenge Ooh. right um, like your life is important. So basically they, they advertise on like like websites that, that are like how to commit suicide or whatever. Like mm. wherever there's like a trigger for you to want to end your life, they advertise on that place and say, don't worry, Rainbow Taxi Services, we've got you. We will help you get revenge. And then they use this sort of like trope of like, here's a card, you take the card and you go and play with those tokens at a an arcade. You press the, and then the arcade game comes up and goes, hello, hi, um, uh, well done for not dying. Um, uh, I'm glad that you're out of that situation. But would you like to exact revenge? Place the blue button, or, you know, okay, or lovely. place the red button. Yeah, so cool. it's a little bit so, of a sort of beginning of Matrix. It's there's like there's a, nods to so many different yeah. things. And then, yeah, so they've got this front of this taxi, rainbow taxi service. They come out and then, they, you know, they play out your story. And there's the tech chick and then the old guy and then the two the two clowns, you know, like in yeah, uh, yeah. or the Ocean's Eleven, the brothers, mm. the, or the, the Ocean's series. Yeah, yeah. The irritating guys that have to play mm. all the different roles. So it's got nods to all my favorite genres, ways of doing things. So anyway, I just discovered this last night, but um, it made me very happy. That's lovely. Alchemy of Souls. Alchemy of Souls. New season coming 10th of December, which I've watched this full series uh like 22 20 episodes front to back twice i've just started it again yeah so there's within the korean drama genres there's the swoon worthy ones like like romance yeah yeah. the inter romance yeah uh what's wrong with secretary kim so cute um if you're into romance that is heartbreaking okay i'm i've never been into that kind of stuff yeah I cried so hard. I woke my friend up. I was visiting her in Cape Town and I was like watching. I was like, I've just got two more episodes. I just want to finish this series. I was sobbing. And she's like, what's wrong? I'm like, he broke up with her. What series uh, is this? Dodo Sol Sol La La Sol, which is... Uh, sure, it doesn't even have an English name. It's, no, well, it's not even in Korean. It's an onomatopoeia for Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Dodo Sol Sol La La Sol. So... Um, wow. So that's there is like and, and all of these are, are live action. These are no, no. This is a Korean. Uh, the the Dodo Sol Sol La Sol is a, a romance. But what's great about but all I mean, these they they're humans. They're not, no, not they're animated. Humans. No, no. Oh, sorry, live yeah, yeah. action. Yes, yes. They're all yeah, humans. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then so the lead in that the guy the male lead is also the male lead in Alchemy of Souls, which is why I bring that yeah. show up. Alchemy of Souls mm-hmm. is part of a genre. I don't know how to say it in Korean, but basically it means like Chinese genre where they, they do it in the old, um, like in the palaces with the old school outfits. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's not like modern it's setting. It's period. Exactly. Yeah. So, and this particular show I found out was written by the Hong sisters who've actually written so many great shows because I was like, oh, I like that as well. Oh, that was also them. So these, okay. these chicks, they've the Hong sisters. They're if I can cool. offer you something yes at this point yes sorry really i have not great, stopped talking no no that's the point yeah um a really great period show yes that is korean yes where they wear fucking amazing hats throughout oh yes is a show called the kingdom yes do you know um, about it so it's it's kind of like it's a zombie premise oh, cool. so it turns into this kind of zombie thriller but it's it's not so fantastical that it's actually like 
Walking Dead zombies, oh, cool. they have this kind of diseasey thing that breaks out. Oh, dope. And so to a 200, 300-year-old civilization, they see it as zombies. They see them as right. like near dead or come back from life. But they're actually kind of rabid people. But they wear awesome hats. Amazing. Because like, that's what the Koreans seem to have spent a lot of their... Um, civilization developing the coolest hats ever and also just coolest fashion and these kingdoms and walls and um moats and buildings and these zombies running around and like the king goes mad Ooh, it's cool and i'm almost a hundred percent sure it's korean okay well i'll check it out because there's another one called the king eternal monarch which is like basically there's like a there's a a, a rip in the universe and there's like an alternate universe and this guy who is the king in the one place like goes through this like wormhole and lands up in the alternate universe and he comes to like modern day Korea okay. where and he's like where are my servants and everyone's like okay crazy like yeah. basically like he's like arrives on this horse with these like golden buttons and he's like yeah. expecting everyone to bow to him and everyone's like oh have you seen the crazy guy that's just like yeah, you yeah, know yeah. And he's like my servants and yeah I'm but, about 20 minutes uh, into the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special which has mm. just landed and they arrive um, Drax and the other one with the little antenna yes. ears uh, arrive looking for Kevin Bacon. Oh, great. Because <laughs> they want to give so him a present. Funny. So they, they arrive in Hollywood on yes. Hollywood Boulevard. Great. And and everyone just takes photos with them because they look like they dressed up. Oh, that's so as, funny. As people. I love like, how... Like nobody bats an eyelid. That's so great. That they, that they look so ridiculous because it's Hollywood, which is oh, such a... Have you walked that street? Have I haven't. You? I haven't been to America. I've got a visa. Never been to America. You got a visa. Yeah. So I was supposed to go now to the Netflix thing in LA, like in March, but my visa only came through in November or something. Have you got a nice tenure? Yeah. Okay, so you can yeah, keep going I back. Didn't. What was the Netflix thing? It was the Netflix as a joke festival, which I never made it to. Oh, were yeah. you going to perform? No, I was just going to go watch. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, that's a pity. There, and all, the main reason I wanted to go is there was a stage conversation between David or Russell. Mm. And fuck, I didn't even care who the other person was. But basically, like staged readings with David O'Russell. Imagine an open conversation with him. He is a director. Yeah, writer, director. My fa- my what favorite. What are his films? <gasps> off the top of my okay, head. Okay, I'm going to um, tell you the the ones I, you'll I, I know. I recognize his name immediately. Yes, but I can't... I'm going to tell you the ones you know, and then he wrote and directed my favorite film of all time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Set it up. Um, <laughs> American Hustle. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Silver right. Linings Playbook. Yep, yep, yep. I Heart Huckabees. That's your favorite? Yes. I fucking love that movie. Yes. I've seen it uh, like a hundred times. It is such a weird movie. It's so good. And it's kind of a little lost in the in the world. It, it needs to come back. It's, I've, I've tried to find it again. I don't know where oh, to it's find around. it. It's, I saw it recently. It's on Disney+. Plus. Is I'm it? I'm almost certain it is. Oh, please. Okay. It's the, it's the most bizarre movie and it's really hard to say what it is. For the most part, it's a comedy, but it's a it's a bunch of different stories. Mark Wahlberg is incredible. Mark Wahlberg, Lily Tomlin, Dustin Hoffman, Dustin, Jude Law, Naomi yeah. Watts, Jason Schwartzman. Um, and it's 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 so kooky. It's beyond kooky to the point where it, it it'll almost lose the majority of those who watch Great. it. They must um, go. Yeah. What do they What do they call themselves again? As the detectives? 
Um, existential detectives. They, existential detectives. And so someone comes to them with an anomaly because they saw the same person twice. Yeah. And the, oh, they, yes, the anomaly. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. That's so funny. This guy, he's the guy from the... Yeah, <laughs> from the <laughs> it's such this, a weird movie. This and rocks... I, what you... This rock sits and is. You rock, rock. <laughs> Poetry. Okay. I'm lo- I-, I love that you like I Heart Huckabees. Yeah. It has an amazing soundtrack. Yes. And the score. Oh, sorry, also the score. So not okay. necessarily the music, yes. but Great. the guy who designed the score. Who? It's a guy, I'm almost certain his name is John Bryan, who <gasps> is the same guy who does the score for Eternal Sunshine of, of the Spotless, Spotless Mind. Mind. Of course it is. So they're very like... Oh, it's that time of... Boom, it's boom, that boom, time. Boom, boom, boom. It's yes. like very... Um, uh, what I call plinky plonky music, which it, which I don't but not, like. Not though. too Disney plinky yes. plonky. Yeah. It's it's kind of kooky dink- yes. plinky plonky. Yes. Almost. Oh, I, totally I know, know what exactly you mean. what you mean yeah, by yeah, plinky yeah, yeah. plonky. Because that plinky plonky became um, a lot of library music online, which people use for real estate videos. It really pissed me off. Or like a little ad, like, yeah. buy this shit. Take someone click a fucking ukulele and someone whistling and someone clicking. I can't. But speaking of score, I took great filmmaker joy in telling Leslie, my girlfriend, why Wednesday, the TV show, is so special. Yes. And I was like, because Tim Burton is linked to a guy called Danny Elfman. Yes. And, and you can't have the one without the other. Exactly. What, what we know as Tim Burton is almost 60% yes. supplied by this guy, Danny Elfman. Exactly. Who does the score, which is that Burton-esque score. And so everyone I would give that, him I, 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 so I, I, much... I ate that in one sitting. I watched yeah. Wednesday in one sitting. It's lovely. Oh, huh? it's lovely. I thought it was so great. Um, I loved... So... Okay, can we do spoilers on the show? I think so, yes. I was convinced initially that Christina Ritchie's character, or Ricky, is it Ritchie or Ricky? Ritchie. Um, was was going to be involved. Well, I, I thought she was the Hyde. Yes. Because of the eyes. Sure. the eyes and the glasses. I was like, oh, so this is a nod to the I, eyes. And, you know, mm, Burton loves eyes. And, I, you know. I, I called that oh, too, call to it? some degree. Yeah. I was like, she she's involved. Yeah. She's involved in some capacity. I loved it. Loved it, loved okay, it, loved it. I'll give it. a little disclaimer that, that we do mention it. But I, I think it's fine at this okay. point to talk about it because it's, it's out. Yeah, it'll, it's out, it's out. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's just go back to Alchemy of Souls, which I adore. Okay. It, again, all my other proclivities, right? So, um, Kung Fu, obviously, well, the Kung Fu, the fight scenes with swords and special effects. This is the period piece. The period piece. The Hong Sisters, Alchemy of Souls. Alchemy of Souls. Season two. Okay, just also as an overarching, like, uh, commentary on Korean drama. Yeah. Because all their um, so you can t- you do a major in high school so they f- all finish school when they're like nineteen, okay. they do thirteen years of school. Okay. They do thirteen years of what school. What do we do? We do twelve, okay. and they go to school a little bit later than us. I think they go to school when they're eight. Okay. So you, yeah. Anyway, so but they do a major. A major in like so if you do music or literature or whatever, if you've got like art stuff, so you will have been playing piano or whatever. So basically the people that are scoring these films 
yeah. are outstanding. Okay. okay. The scores on all the shows and what's amazing. So say, for example, it's a comedy or if it's drama or whatever, they uh, have this beautiful way of intertwining comedy, tragedy, um, action, suspense, Mm. Uh, romance all in one show their comic yeah. time is in, timing is incredible but and that's the relationship with the the scorer yeah. and the and yeah. the editor it's so got a lot to do with it so that's why before i went to korea my whole thing was like i just want to go and intern on a production just to see like how the fuck these people get this right it's yeah. so good because let's just talk about that specifically you said you went to korea for a film yes so my friend Tabang Molea um, so i was like going on about Korean drama, Korean drama, Korean okay, drama. Okay, so you were watching all the shows All first, these shows, watching these shows. Getting a love for Korea. Yeah. And then? And then I tell my friend Leanne, who uh, is the producer and co-owner of Sereti Films, mm. they've done Happiness is a Four-Letter Word, Happiness Ever After, they do Gamora. Mm. Um, so they do all these shows that they produce and direct and whatever. And I was saying to her, oh, I'm just obsessed with Korean shows. And she's like, that's so crazy. Tabang has just been invited to Seoul next week, Friday, to go and screen his film at this at a film screening. Which film? Um, Happiness Ever After. Okay. So I was like, shucks. Okay, cool. And then I just phoned him. I said, hey, listen, how, how many days are you going to be there for? Because I didn't want to go to Korea by myself initially. Yeah, it's nice to maybe anyone. have a landing point. A landing point. And then you can mission just, on your own. Yeah, exactly. Just so, sort of so another human being that you know personally. God forbid anything Especially goes Especially in such a foreign place. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway. So I booked the flights and I just went. Lovely. Yeah, it was so great. And also, you know, my love for film and, you know, he's a filmmaker and we've been friends for like 10 years. And we I downloaded the like chatting app for uh, Korea. And yeah. when uh, I downloaded it, it turns out I had this friend who was actually a mutual friend of both Tabang and myself. And the three of us landed up spending time together. So it was actually quite cool. Lovely. I need to, yeah, it'd be lovely to see Seoul. And perhaps more of Korea. I've been lucky enough to go to Japan many oh, times. Oh, and yeah, you were saying, how? I mean, is it amazing? That's lovely. It's so cool. Mm. <laughs> it's like the other, It's like being on the moon. It's, yeah. it's everything is completely different. Everything is done in a completely different way, but in such a lovely and endearing way. It's just yeah, they, they it's just the cuteness some of the nicest me, people, really, and just thoughtful and caring. It's it's special. You know, uh, so there's, I mean, the things I didn't understand. So obviously the Japanese w oppressed the Koreans for a long time. So sure. there's like, there's a lot of like Korean nationalism, Japanese nationalism, Chinese nationalism. Yeah. There's, they're all enemies of one another, which is quite interesting to have witnessed. Um, but anyway, so there's actually like a bit of like unrest in Korea at the moment by Chinese expats that live in Korea to say like, yo, stop treating us like shit. So anyway, there's, there's yeah. that kind of stuff as well. Nonetheless... Let's just go back to Alchemy of Souls just because I really want you to watch this fucking show. Okay. Score. Oh, oh, and how they incorporate score. So with the comedies and stuff, so they put like sound effects in uh, for like actions like ting. Yeah, like, cool, cool. You know, like yeah, yeah, all yeah. the little, little cute things, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, That's lovely. Yeah, it's so cute. And so anyway, the special effects. With the magic. So the, the Alchemy of Souls revolves around these four mage families. So there's like um, the four mage families, instead of having like a... They're called a mage. Yeah, like a, a wizard, like a mage. Oh, okay. So like, you know, term, to yeah. do magic, oh, okay. a mage, that's where the word comes from, like okay. the etymology. So these like wizards, so basically they're like 
you know, like go to Kung Fu school, quote unquote. I mean, I just don't want to use like the wrong words, but um, where they, they learn how to harness their magic. Cool. Right. But there's like this. So there's the four like major families and then it's the dynamics that play out between all of these people and the, all the stuff. There's like this, this warrior chick that comes out of nowhere, Naksu, like Naksu comes and she is like fighting alone against these, she wages war on these four like mage families. Whoa. She's come to kill them. And she has managed to, she's like so supreme fighter. She can harness energy. She does this. She has managed to like, she can pull water out of the air and make it a weapon. She's like fucking okay. next level. Anyway, so she wages war against this army of other fucking mages and she like destroys them. Um, nice, strong yeah, yeah. female yeah, lead. Yeah, female lead. Amazing. Good. Anyway, then uh, basically this whole thing is like there's this forbidden magic where you can do the alchemy of souls. It's a spell called the alchemy of souls where they do a soul swap. So they put your soul into another body. So it starts off with the king is sick and he asks his head like sorcerer, mage guy. He's like, listen, can... It's just In swap. order to keep living and to yeah, he's live like, can, He's like, listen, I'm about to die. Can I just have seven days? Just give me your body for seven days. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, I know you know the spell. Yeah. Give me the thing. For seven days, just give me your body. So they do the alchemy of souls. They swap bodies. In that time, the king goes and has uh, sex with that guy's wife intentionally. He's like, I'm going to make her mine. And he... When she bears the sun, know that it'll be mine, right? Jesus. So hectic. And he's like, no, no. Anyway, so the child is born. They swap bodies. The king dies. And he can't reveal that the, this is what happened because it's a forbidden spell, right? Okay. So now, like, the, the, the son is born in this big, uh, like, mage village. And he says, no one is allowed to open my son's uh, energy gate, basically, and he disowns the son. Now, this guy is like, the son is born at the same time as the other three, like, mage heirs. Yeah. And they all, like, hang out together, but they all, like, he's like a piece of shit because ugh, he can't do magic and, you know, no one's allowed to teach him and he's a re rebel. He's always causing cuck because he can't do magic. Yeah. But now he has to go and seek a, a teacher who will teach him because that, that head mage told everyone they're not allowed to help him. Yeah. So he's like, I'll find someone. So he looks for Naksu to help him unlock okay. his power. And then, like, the shit goes down. Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. Um, you have done a fair bit of acting. Yeah. You were in Inconceivable. Yeah. What, is there anything else? I was in a, I was in a, a, a series called Soap on a Rope uh, a couple okay. of years ago. My first ever screen acting, I was so scared. I burst into tears. I hated being in front of a camera. I had to learn how to pose for still photos. I had to learn how to be in front of a camera. I, I, it would make me so nervous. I would cry. But it's so funny because I, my perception of you yeah. is someone who has got such a good grasp on the machine and how the machine works. You're one of the few people in my life who I've met where I'm like, oh, she knows how to do this. And what I mean is like, you would know how to do something like the Samas, right. where I felt very awkward right. when we hung out. Right. I was like, oh my God, I can't bear the 
how to do a red carpet. Yeah. And, and I was like, you have your people. You've yeah. got like more than one yeah, outfit yeah, yeah. planned for yeah. the night. Like you're doing this It took properly. me five times. I remember yeah. my first time and I bumped into Boiti and she, I was like crying as well. And she was like, don't worry, it took me like five years to get this right and you, well. And you've just so successfully built yourself as someone who can do everything from stand-up to a show to hosting to emceeing writing i write and write i mean that's not even something i even would as someone as an outsider even conceive for you but that makes total sense yeah um the most important thing for you is comedy is stand-up what what is the most important thing is like what's your kind of focus it changes depends what mood i'm in Um, no that's lovely that it can be so much yeah i just i love I love TV. I love film. I love stories. Yeah. I love being able to act. I love being able to write for people. I love producing. I love directing. When I can get other people to harness skill. their own uh, talent, like, yeah, that I love so oh, much. Yeah. Um, what's on the cards for you? What's. <sighs> So I just wrapped up writing and script supervising Celebrity Game Night. Um, so cool. I've written like all the four seasons. I, I just write the jokes. I'm the, the joke writer for the show. I'm like, well, there's only the, the people that develop the games and then I just write the script and um, help them with the script format and shit. Uh, so that I did for f- like, it's four years of that. And then I'd like, I direct some, I've just been like directing little bits of things here and there, whatever, because that's an NBC Universal show, because then they saw the way that I dealt with talent and how talent only want to deal with me. And then mm. I've been, like, directing inserts for them and writing, like, internal corporate stuff for them. And then, like, the knock-on yeah. effect of just, like, I'm doing a lot of work with NBC Universal. So that's cool internally as well. Um, what's on the cards for me? I, I want to go... So I never finished film school. I ran out of money. I didn't even get my, like marks for the end of second year because I didn't pay where, them. Where were you? At TUT. Oh, cool. But I think I might, there's a really great course that gives like an all-encompassing, like producing mu- uh, t- TV industry, da-da-da-da-da, at New York Film Academy. Oh, that could be lovely. Yeah, but it's that's three years. It's a, That's a fast track for like a an honors program for th- uh, three years. But pin that, and this is why I'm so confused. I'd like to, do you know that the Korean, I might be wrong with this, the Korean film, television and music industry contribute 98 billion rand to their GDP. Okay, wild. So I'd like to study how, so basically they started shifting this. So they've got like academy. So like from 16, you start going to pop star academy or um, TV academy. And then there's agencies that manage you from the time you're about 16 all the plastic surgery you want to go for, all the whatever, 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 you get signed by the agency, you're taught everything from choreography to playing the music to whatever, whatever, from that age, and then you get placed in these shows. It's kind of like the old Hollywood model, so the studio represent the actors. Yeah. So the shows are then represented. So it's like, I would like to study their education slash economic model. I think it's brilliant. That's very interesting. Because, uh, but yeah, part of what makes those economies interesting is that they speak a language that only they speak. Yeah. You know, and, and, but that could be the same for a South African vernacular or certain, certain cultures. We're just so fragmented 
it's part of what makes us really lovely and exciting yes, in South absolutely. Africa. But it's also economically such a huge challenge where you're like... Absolutely. Especially artistically, economically. Uh, we've got to look at ourselves, particularly something like comedy and yeah. something like music, which is something that is so culturally specific. Um, when it's split 11 ways already, <clears throat> take 50 or 60 million people and divide it by sure. the, the but, different languages. But understanding how certain creativity things can be groomed is really exciting, even if it's not as huge or encompassing where you're like, if we can take people at this point, if you can... Groomed, supported, um, yeah, groomed protected. Is, groomed has become yeah, a bad word. Yeah, I was but about to say, protected, supported, um, mm. and also they know what to do with people once they're famous. Like, did you see the story about the guy who was the bachelor and then he was crazy and he was breaking into an Airbnb and he was living oh, under wow. a bridge and all kinds of crazy shit, but posting on his Instagram like some campaign with Cape Union Mart, but like actually living <laughs> under a bridge. Wild. Fucking mad. No, it, it's very interesting. And uh, I noticed something strange or something nuanced with um, short straw and just music in general is like so much can be built to like give up and coming people a platform, but there's also not a lot to help you once you have reached a certain level. Fuck all. There's nothing, and you sort of don't quite know how do you do the second album? How yes. do you do the third album? Yes. How do you remain relevant? How do you yes. keep growing or how do you go to the next level? It's, 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 do you a lot. still it's, play? Yeah, totally. We're, we're definitely more chilled out now because all of us have got our own exciting things mm. um so now we're perhaps not as proactive but we, like this sunday for example we're going to play um a show in cape town with matthew moore oh divine so every now and again when someone's like hey do you want to do this we're yeah. like yeah that'd be great do you think there's going to be a resurgence of uh rock alternative live uh, instruments that kind of thing instrumenty bands instrumenty bands bands that actually have musicians I don't think they're going anywhere Um, but yeah whether or not that might reach the top spots of billboard charts um, remains to be (laughs) seen Mm. but there'll always be that kind of timeless music Mm. which is the like Ed Sheeran-y Adele kind of music which will always come out where it'll it'll be taken back to the roots it won't be as as dancey or as right. as electronic. So there'll always remain that, but whether or not like the world will see I rock. think people yeah, exactly I think people but at let the it end evolve, of the day let it grow and let it be its own thing. It's people like relating to stuff, man. People just like relating to stuff. They just wanna feel but like someone so, else has experienced and understands everything. So, totally. And what's so nice about this day and age is that if you've got your crowd, if you've got people that appreciate you no matter how niche if there's mm. enough of you mm. um you can have a community which can be good mm. obviously you can use the exact same analogy mm. for mm. what's evil in the world yeah, yeah, yeah. the sure. moment someone finds sure. someone who also believes their sure. crazy conspiracy so that's the bad part yeah. but the good part is that bands like short straw for example who play like a fun indie rock if we have our audience if we hold them dear and look after them we can survive. Right. We don't have to exist in a huge mainstream. Um, you just got to look after your people. Exactly. And You've seen my stand-up and how it's changed over the years. And now I just have like these like middle-aged women. <laughs> Such a like, yeah, yeah, middle-aged women who are like, not middle-aged, like, uh, you know. Early, well, it's, like, it's nice that they grow with you. Yeah, women in their, th- well, the thing is they've never, I shifted at some point because I, I had this like, I was doing like very political comedy and now I'm just like talk about, you know, 
my mental health and self-loathing and shit like that and there's a whole bunch of people who can relate they just like preach sister yeah exactly that's lovely um no we it, loving it and another thing which someone also raised at some point in some interview somewhere i can't remember who it was i think it could have even been like a a-list celebrity they said also what's nice about this day and age is that if you do fail mm. if you do release a film or a show that doesn't necessarily do that well the whole world's not watching and they yes. don't all watch you for yes nobody cares nobody cares nobody cares and the world just ticks over and yeah. something will just get lost it'll yeah. just disappear into the back shelf and it's not like the whole world goes oh that new thing didn't work yeah oh that sex tape Nina like <laughs> came out <laughs> I shit have to, I yeah. have to say it's so lovely to have you on the show because um, I, we, 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 you're part of uh, an early incarnation right. of, of Russell trying to figure out a podcast yes. we did um, before um, the video store. I had this idea with a friend, Matt. Uh, to call it uh, Boys Who Brunch. And yes. it was a similar premise yes. where it's like we set up this imaginary place. In that one, we were having brunch. Right. And you were such a big... Um, supporter and you were and you came and you recorded this episode that's going to live in some dusty digital, digital shelf great. that won't ever probably ever see the light of day but this Thank version you. survived well well done because i'm also two and a half years into this iteration of otherwise you will which has gone through i mean i'm now sitting with a content producer because i'm actually putting together i'm like can someone just watch this shit with me and tell me which version you like. I've done so many versions of it, like, what is and this? I haven't released it. Otherwise, you will. As my mental health podcast, I've been developing for two years, but I've been too scared to put anything out because oh. I'm a perfectionist. But now, yeah, you're gonna hear. I had a fat chat with Robbie, yeah, and we were talking about that idea of delaying things for mm. the sake of perfection, mm. and we both agreed you gotta sometimes just get it out. Yeah, it's don't yeah. wait. You know what? Yes. And also now I can just drop a whole bunch of shit as, uh, together. And as it's well. such a great name. Yeah, it's Otherwise so great. Otherwise, you will. Yeah, luckily I registered it early, and then uh, like what happened because I was sitting on the stuff, uh, someone else did, and uh, uh, but otherwise you will, Darren Mall, and then and then I think when they tried to register the podcast, they could see that. Also, I'd gone to the press and spoken about it. Like, it, if there was to be legal precedent, I came up yeah, with it yeah. first. Now, there's some other chick on TikTok that goes, how's it? How's it? Otherwise, you will. Like, on the beginning of her videos. I'm like, that's literally my shit. So, no, But you know what? Now, more than ever, you've got to just put it out. And yeah. It's quite hard to, you know, don't don't even bother about finding it. Rather, just mm. be you. And you've got your audience. And yeah, she's got, got hers. And I've got mine. And there's no beef. But I was just like... It just yeah. shows you you got to get going. Yeah. It's the same as like I started lim I started limited a dish and then all of a sudden I saw some small company out of like a small town in South Africa. I don't want to even get into it. That had a very similar name uh, and they had a little TM next to it. Uh, and I was like, oh no, someone's done it. Like uh, I should have done this. I didn't shit. think about it. But then, but then I, I have got um, people I've worked with to trademark right. and then I would quickly got in touch with them and I said, please tell me this isn't a registered trademark. Yeah. And they're like, no. Okay, good. <laughs> and okay, I was like, good. okay, can I please register? Right. Thank you. Or please, will you send me those lawyers' details? I yeah, need a trademark sure. Lawyer. No, no, there are Thank there you. are a few out there, but okay. these guys seem pretty good. Um. Well, yeah. Magic. So go go watch all these shows. Uh. Uh. The it's exciting that that these kinds of shows for the first time ever really <sighs> are, are are very accessible. So accessible. So good. So necessary. The scores are great. The richness and it's not just 
a one linear story. It's not the hero's journey. There are cross storylines. But just, it's like it's beautiful. Just think about what this will do for just global appreciation. Yeah. Where someone in South Africa could have a huge amount of Korean influence, which always was available. Yeah. Because always there. In you the just, internet, if you went and yeah, looked for went it, but most people enough. didn't because yeah. it always felt a bit niche. Where now, like, with every Parasite that yeah. comes out, every Squid yeah. Games, yeah. people are like, we don't care. And there's a lovely quote, yeah. the director, Bong Joon-ho, yes. when he won his Oscar, said, if you can just get past the little writing at the bottom yes. of the screen, yes, I remember you that. have a yeah, whole yeah, yeah. world available it to you. It is so good. It's kind of like, because I think I've, I feel like I watched absolutely everything during lockdown and then I was like, I'd run out of stuff I like. And now it's literally exactly that. A whole world of things and their shows, the quality yeah. of the shows, the quality of the, because you must remember, everybody in that world has gone to an academy. The yeah. actor, no. the wardrobe designer. When you understand the, that better, you, know, you, you like, come to realize that. So if I can help you with anything, it's The Kingdom. Got you. And then... Oh, have you watched Dark and 1899? I've watched them both now as well. No, no. <gasps> I, I know about Dark and then I've heard about 1899. 1899, amazing. Dad's talking about it. It's so, so good. Okay, so okay. whoever's going to talk about it next, it's amazing. Same producers and writers as Dark, uh, um, husband and wife team, multilingual, oh, cool. multinational cast, all oh. shot on a volume stage. Yes, I've heard about this. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so that means it's all shot in a studio. Yeah. Um, thing I need to check it out. So Eighteen ninety nine. Yeah. What is that on? Um, on Netflix as That's well. That's on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to leave you with one little gem buried deep in the in the world of cinema. Uh, I don't think it's available in anything we have. Um, it's a film called Memories of Murder. Oh no! Tell okay. me. So it's the same guy who made Parasite, Bong oh. Joon Ho, and it's very similar to Zodiac. So okay. It's, it's almost like we, we, I watched it in lockdown. We almost thought it would be such a great double bull because right. they're both about a detective who's trying to find the serial killer. Right. Who kind of can't because they're these, it's quite a mystery, but it's, it's lovely. Okay. So, so try and, you might just have to download it or. Well, I wonder if it's on Netflix. I don't think so. We looked for it. Um, but it's out there and it's a lovely, lovely film called Memories of Murder. Cool. Okay. I think I'm going to leave you on that. Thank you. This is lovely. I would love to have you That's, back. This is great. So I'm, also, I'm obsessed with this shit. So yeah. yeah. No, and it's what's so lovely and why I know the video store has come at the right time is because even in my own social circles, before not, we everyone's going, have you seen Wednesday? Have you seen, yeah. what's it, 1899? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then when I was developing the podcast at a few moments, like before band practices, we would have these conversations and I'd go, guys, this is the podcast. Yeah. It's this. Exactly. It's people going, ooh, 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 ooh you yes, got to watch. So, so I'm excited to tell you that I Heart Huckabees is there on <sighs> Disney+. Plus. If you've so got happy. a little room in your brain for yeah. something a little weird, yeah. go with it. Go Just with it. Let, it. let it wash over you. It's not a typical film. And you, it's, it's a type bizarre. of film you have to watch all the time. Like, you know, like every few years because there's you a... Might pick th up things. Not yeah. only pick up things, you, you'll... Take different sides of the perspective as you. I need as to rewatch it. Okay, so rewatch it, I'm, I'm and, and, re and it. The, like completely different themes will stand out for you. Lovely. Mm. Okay, Nina. Bye. Bless you. Bye. Charles. Thank you. All right, Magic. Thank you for listening, and welcome back uh, to the video store. We just disappeared for one week. Uh, we took a break over New Year's, but it is. Absolutely 
delightful to be back and back into the swing of things. So thank you for listening. Uh, this is the part of the show we call the cash up, which is basically our chance to balance the till, make sure everything uh, adds up um, before we turn off the lights here at the video store and go home. The biggest one of which is the fact that at the time of recording uh, the film I Heart Huckabees, which we both collectively love, was available on Disney+, Plus, and I'm very sorry to now tell you that it is no longer there. Uh, it's part of a batch of films that seem to have been taken off the site for whatever reason. Uh, each film is in its own place, so perhaps some license uh, when it comes to that film has ended. Sadly, it is not there, but it is out there on the seas, I'm sure, if you want to go and find it there. Um, and that is really it. Um, we have got such amazing stuff coming up uh, this year. Um, we're very excited to just keep going and 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 keep growing the video store. So the best way you can do that is to share the video store.co.za as our home base. There you can see links to the major platforms as well as our social media um, communities that are growing. There's Instagram and Facebook. This episode uh, was edited by Graham Hackney. My name is Russell Grant. And on today's show was Nina Hasty. Magic, thank you. Uh, we will see you next week. Keep well. Chills. <laughs>